Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh my, I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Hey, looky here. It's the Pat and JT podcast. Pat and JT podcast. So before we get started today, um, just let's say this right up front. Just, um, hey, get off our lawn, because that's pretty much <laughs> going to be the theme of today's podcast. Everybody, get off our lawn and take your stupid punks and fireworks oh with you. Oh, God, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> here it is. For the love of God. So what episode is this? Uh, uh, this is episode 134. Oh, my God. Uh, titled, subtitled, Get Off Our Lawn. We don't know what the, the other title is going to be, but man, I can't wait till... 10 years from now when they look back and say, man, I can't believe we actually used to light fireworks <laughs> off ourselves. I tell you, it, it, it's, and we know that the, the, the lighting of the fireworks, the engaging with the fireworks, you're supposed to be able to buy them now, but they aren't supposed to be able to be set off. <laughs> you know, I mean, you can't, it's so hard to track down anybody that does do that. And hold on, my microphone's really low. Okay. I mean, if we can't find people with actual we illegal go. weapons in our country yeah. running around, in car, how on earth are we going to find somebody lighting an M8 in, the, in order to get them in trouble? Yeah. You have to see them do it. The cop has to see them do it. And they're not, you know, they have many more important things to do, police officers, than track down somebody shooting an M80. But if it's by my house, <laughs> that's the most important thing in the world. The nuisance is what, I guess, more than anything, like when it's in the middle of the day. Come on. And they have the big booms going off in the middle of the day. So, okay, fine. Uh, Jack was doing great. We watched some TV, kept the volume up a little loud. That's okay. That's fine. That's how it had to be. We didn't get to get outside. I'll give you some good news today or for, for this episode, because <clears throat> I know we've got more to talk about, get off our lawn type stuff. Um, but I have actual video footage of Jack catching his frisbee. That's incredible. So I will be passing that. Yeah, along. we need to put that on our Facebook page okay. for sure. <laughs> so, That's a big deal. And and. Big deal for two reasons. You actually threw it straight enough for him to catch. Yes. And that he actually caught it. I have one video. I tried to edit it and I couldn't get it done because it's like one really good throw, one kind of good throw, two piss poor throws, and then another really good throw. So I was going to cut out the two in the middle. I couldn't he's figure gonna, it out. He's going to, you're like that dad that throws to a kid and never get it across the plate, but it hones that kid's skills so much because he never knows where the ball is going to come from. Has no idea. So Jack's going to be like some elite Dog Seriously, he yeah. could be a shortstop. Right. He's, yeah, he, he is. He is on point. He is ready to rock. You want down low, up high, left, right. I'm ready. He's ready to go. In the tree, off the branches. <laughs> I got it. Off the window, done. Easy. You know, but easy, those short easy. ones are what really make him mad. If I throw one, it's a super dud and it just like goes. Poof, yeah. And well, it lands yeah. about seven feet in front it's of the me. the worst. It's like, really? You can go get that yourself. Right. As soon as he sits down <laughs> and just looks at you, you know. <laughs> But it was so freaking hot this weekend yeah. to do anything outside. I had to wait till later in the day. Uh, early yesterday morning or, or during the weekend, and we are recording this on the July 1st as we speak, but um, over the weekend, that, that was that 192 degree weekend, which by the way, stupid. Um, I saw that our friend Jim Phillips had posted about his meteorologist that was on our show not too long ago on the on the podcast. And he was saying that uh, it was it, that, that was the hottest day we've had since a year ago. The same date, I think, oh. the 29th or 30th of June last year, when it was 99 
degrees or something like that. With the heat index of what, 116 or something oh, like that? Saturday, I think, was worse. Oh. It was like 118 feels like or something like that. It makes that. everything, it makes even like ice cream cake and stuff that you really enjoy, yeah. it makes it, it makes everything miserable. Everything miserable. It's serious. It does. Because really... you can't get, a, you go inside and you go inside, sure. I mean, you get air conditioning, but outside you can't escape it. No. It's terrible trying to go anywhere it is miserable too because it's like you, you want to get there and then you know you have to get out of the car and dart across the parking lot and yeah. hope your, your, your shoes don't stick to the concrete when you get back asphalt. in your car and you sit on your seat if you have and leather it's, seats it's like <laughs> oh god hurry god so hot here we are complaining i don't and honestly oh, i'm good i'm good i'm i'm not i'm not like over it or anything like that i saw a lot of people posting about that's it i'm done this is it bring back winter and and i'm no we had eight and a half, maybe 12 months of winter. And I don't want to go right back into that. I'm good I'm, with some more spring. We had a fairly decent, except for the rain. But I mean, I, I, okay, winter's cold, right? Whatever, it's cold. But heat pisses me off. I like it makes it, me angry. <laughs> it, I don't know why. I don't want it to make me angry, but it makes me angry. The way, the way I look at it is I can, I can always, it seems like you can always find a way to cool off, like whether it's a fan, um, Jumping in some water, take a cool shower. There's a way to cool off. In the wintertime, there literally are days I cannot get warm. Cannot get warm. And your muscles ache because you've been shivering. And, you know, working yeah. out and putting on the layers so you can go out to scoop your driveway. And I did scoop my driveway a couple of times this year. But I'm just saying, you know, it's just between the two. Oh, man. I'm all about the heat. Ugh. I'll just deal with it. It's gross. <laughs> it's disgusting. I know. And it's it's going to let up. And, and we're probably going to have some more waves before we get there. As we talk about all the time, we get into football season. And as you know, this is the last month, July, that we have no football. So for you Husker fans, I think it's 60, 65 days till football. We'll take that. Something like care. that. Whatever, maybe something. Maybe less. Maybe less than that. Because I just got my new Hell Varsity calendar. Okay. So it's coming. Which is Awesome. Um, and it has, yeah, all the dates are on there and how many days and then they keep track of all that stuff for you. But, um, it's not that far. So not that far away till football, but we know that every time when football season comes around, there are those games. Yeah. It gets hot. When sure. people are sitting there with sweat running down their back. It's yeah. It's, it's going to be well, another hot one. Uh, all the, um, patio stuff was on Clarence at Target to make room for <laughs> back to school stuff. They got oh. all those yellow shelves out with all the notebooks and all the pencils. Not that I'm rushing the kids back to school, but I'm just saying it's You're rushing it's the coming. kids back to school. <laughs> Let's get your asses back to school. My daughter's calling quarters, little, no, it's calling dimes, little quarters. So it's Obviously, time to get back to school. We're, walk, we're working backwards. We are. Yeah, yeah. We need to get back in there. Yeah. Well, Year-round school may not be a bad idea. I'm all for it. I'm just saying. Uh, okay, so one other get off my lawn moment. I'm just going to throw this in here. I didn't intend to, but... And every once in a while driving, you have one of those like, oh my God, it's so blatant. Is this a law? Is there something? Is this? And so I actually looked something up. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> I'm, I'm just to give you an idea. I'm southbound on 168th Street. I'm going to merge onto, I'm going to go eastbound on Dodge. Okay. Okay. So that means I have to go over Dodge and I'm turning left. Right. There are cars coming northbound. Okay. And they have a yield sign there. Right. And there's a little bit of a break before me and behind me, not much because people are flying They're zoom, here we go. And she doesn't even slow down. She comes around that curve and she's just going to slide right into that spot. She is right next to me. And I'm like, what are you doing? There's a yield sign. It's not, it's not like a regular merge, like on 168th southbound. I get it when it goes from two lanes, two lanes to one, as angry as I may get, 
I get it. Because if you're not familiar, you don't know it's going to do that up over the hill. But you know that everybody's in that area is usually familiar <laughs> and they're just being big old bees. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to give the whatever yeah. benefit of the doubt here. And so I kind of looked up a couple of things about merging and that kind of stuff. And in Nebraska, you always hear about the zipper merge. Nebraska had apparently University of Nebraska did a study about this. I've never heard of the zipper merge. The, I mean, the I cops can imagine what it all is, the time. But. Cops posted all the time. It's a, it's primarily for construction zones. So when you see it coming, the zipper merge is, and, and some people are going to hate this. The zipper merge is you've got say you've got two three lanes of traffic and you're trying to break down to one, that all three should be used up until the merge point and everybody should slide together. But I don't know if it's just because we're Nebraskans or if it's just a, a human trait. You see it coming and you decide to get in the lane you're supposed to get into ahead earlier. Of time. Plan ahead. So then there's this huge line of cars. Yeah. Now, in my mind, I'm thinking that would be the fast because everybody's in line. We just roll right through. You would think so. Yeah. But they say, according to the study that the University of Nebraska did, and this is cited by several other law enforcement agencies across the country, talking about the zipper merge. And if everybody used their lanes and, and nobody had road rage, and we allowed you, me, her, you, me, him. On, the, you, on paper, me, yeah. Her. So you got three full lanes. It moves everybody through faster, is what they're saying. And that should that be, you have one um, dip S that doesn't know the zipper merge and it screws up the whole thing. You it have does. one person but that you, doesn't get on board. You know what board. you feel like though is if you're like me, what I feel like if I, if I am that person in one of those other lanes or if somebody zoom buys, goes right by yeah. me to the front, you just cut in line. <laughs> okay. She or eight. <laughs> I, if that would, it makes me mad too. Cause doesn't you think, it? who do you think? Why are you in such a hurry? What about all of us? I know I feel the same way. <laughs> so if you're in that situation, it's like, cool your jets, everybody take your turn. But if you're in a roadway and another lane is merging into your roadway, like a, an on-ramp or something like that, you have the right-of-way. And, and the way it looks is that the other cars have to wait. Yeah, you're supposed to merge, yield. You're, right. you're merging. You're not yielding. Yielding. You are yielding yield, to that yield traffic. To the traffic right. until there's a safe place for you to jump in. People aren't required to stop and let you in. Yeah, 100%. I'm right there. I'm, I'm right Because that's dangerous. Because that's the goad lane. And then also, if you're on, yeah. the, if you're, if you see cars that are going to be coming emerging, you can also, you know, be defensive and you can see kind of plan a little bit just so you don't get an accident. But ultimately, it's their responsibility. Ultimately, it is. Yeah. But you have to take on that responsibility, yeah. like you're teaching your son who's driving. Today's the first, his very first, because we went Friday to get his license, his uh, actual license, the line at the DM. Okay, first of all, that's where my, oh, my, because it was the end heat. of the month. I know. <laughs> but that was the first day he could get it. So you got to go. We got up to the, the window and it was, not quite as hot as Saturday, but just a fraction. Yeah. And it was the one on 144th and Q right down here by the okay. water tower. And <laughs> every parking stall I knew as soon as we rolled up and every stall was filled. I'm like, oh God, here they we go. They aren't all here to get new plates. No. No, because all those people were in the drive-thru <laughs> and that drive-thru well, wrapped all the way around the see, building. And that's the other thing though too. Yeah, because the end of the month is primarily plates. That's primarily what it yeah. is. People are trying to get their plates before the end of the month. The, the birthday thing, that's kind of, I guess... Well, in this and, and this six way, one he, half a dozen had, another because you know birthdays had, are all months, right? But this was he like he had his was he got his uh, learner's permit or his permit on the last day of a month six months ago and you had to keep it for six months so it just ended in the last 
and it was a Friday. It was just a. Ba- there was, was no a, wait until Monday. No. Oh heck, no. But we ended. <laughs> we did have to wait though because we got in, and it was every seat was filled in the licensing room. Okay. And off to the left is a completely different room for license so the plates. DMV, the, yeah, license plates, licensing. Yes. We walked in, and it smelled like a locker room. Like it was so hot <laughs> and stinky because people had to walk from Super Saver parking lot. There wasn't a place to park. Oh my god. Um, and so he, they, the guy said, "Well, it's about a two-hour wait from right here." So. And he to had get to be his, to work. To get his license, what did he need to do? Nothing. Literally just get a, take a picture because he got his driver's ed certificate, so you don't have to take yeah. a test or anything like that. Did they not have two lines? Like they, people that need to take a test and people that don't? No, that, this, was, this was before you even got to the two lines. Like you walked in, you get a number. Yes. And then that line was 90 minutes. See, then we and go then right back to zipper merge. I'm right. sorry. I'm going, right, I'm going right back to zipper, zipper merge. Because merge. right there you need a lane for these and a lane for that. And never should they cross paths. I, I'm I'm right there with you. And oh so we le- we left because <laughs> he had to go to work. He's like, I don't want to risk it. I don't want to get in trouble at yeah. work. So we left. And he just got it this morning and called me that he just got done driving for the first time by himself. And how was that? It was good. I'm a nervous wreck. I had diarrhea all weekend, oh but God. he is uh, he's fine. So he drove. You made him call when he got where he was going. Heck yeah, I did. <laughs> now I get it. Now I understand why my mom and my dad to this day tell me drive safely, call when you get. There. I completely understand oh it now. And now he's like, yeah, I'm going to go to the gym at noon and then got to go to work. I'm like, well, I'll yeah, pick you. Can, can I follow drive? you? No. <laughs> you're out. Uh, you're out now. You all said you were an insider. Now I'm a total you're, outsider. Now you're going to be just plain old helicopter. Now I'm that guy in the <laughs> white car. Gosh, dang it. Dad, were you outside the parking lot at the gym? This nope. Okay. Where are you? Ooh, Dalton. Look, like, look like your car. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Men Lincoln. <laughs> wasn't me wasn't me it's too much it's too much <laughs> didn't intend all this i really well, didn't because i really what i really want to talk about was this whole justin bieber taylor Swift let's thing. talk about that that's fascinating right i don't know if you've heard the story justin bieber got mad because taylor swift posted something about um scooter braun is a music producer he works with justin bieber He's worked with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Records. Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Yes. Like yes. when I hear his name, I think of Britney Spears before Kanye I think West. Of, right. Big, um, big guy. He's worked with everybody. And um, she posted something because she found out that Scooter Braun had acquired Big, big Machine label, the record label that now owns her music, for $300 million on Sunday. $300 million. Yeah, just a weekend purchase. So she shared a post expressing her disdain for not only Scooter and claimed that he used Bieber and Kanye to bully her on social media, but also over just the whole to thing To bully that she, her? She well, well, okay. So there was apparently what happened is there was a post that was put up and it was a, a throwback picture. And um, I think it was Bieber that shared it. And she shared a screenshot of this from his Instagram account of a, a post back a couple years ago and where he shared a FaceTime call between himself and Braun, who was sitting there with Kanye, who was, he was not managing at the time. Um, and then he just, and hit the top of half of his face is in the picture. So he's got a picture of the picture behind him taking the picture. And it says, Hey Taylor, what up? Or something like that. Taylor Swift, what up? Because that was right. Not that long after yeah. Kanye had the phone thing. Just, yeah. The phone thing, and there was the mic, you know, the microphone thing. I mean, it's been yeah. going on for years between those two, and that they were using him as a way to bully her. Okay, so she's mad because they acquired her music library. Big Machine Records owns all her albums; they own them all. And this kind of harkens back to the 
was it Paul McCartney? Um, yeah, the, well, yeah, the Michael Beatles Jackson. and Michael Jackson bought all the Beatles stuff. Yeah, that goes back, and that was in the '80s. I actually had to look this up because I was like, "There's there were some big numbers that were thrown around." About That's what it. a lot of people don't re- realize that nowadays, if like somebody like a Tim Halperin, local guy, yeah. owns all of his stuff because he produces it himself, puts mm-hmm. it out online, you can do that. But back even 15 years ago it was you know it was too expensive you could go to you go to record companies sure they'll pay to have your records produced but they own everything they can do whatever they want with it they pay you and And Taylor Swift isn't hurting she'll be fine she'll be fine but at that time that was the only way to get your music out basically yeah because the big music companies um, the the record producers they had it locked down you you weren't they they, you weren't going to get through the door if they didn't want you your music out there all they had to do was say to any outlet you play it you aren't going to get X, Y, and Z. Right. I just don't, I don't understand this whole, the whole thing of why Taylor Swift is worth so much money. She, she couldn't have got together a group of investors to buy them, to buy she her. She claims she didn't know about it. She, now she claims she tried to buy it over the years Yeah. and they couldn't come to an agreement. And then she left Big Machine to go to another record company and tried again. And the people at the record company at Big Machine are saying, no, 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 no. We tried several times to put put a deal together for you so that you could buy this. And she says, oh, yeah, the deal was I had to earn my music back. So for every album I gave them, they would give me one of my old ones. So that doesn't make any and, sense. One in, one out. And he says, according to the... That makes the, zero sense. I know. Borchetta, I think, is the, one of the guy's names. And, and Scooter Braun is another one, too. But they're just saying, no, no, no. We, we, we tried to give her a path to own everything, but them to still get what they were deserving because they helped promote her. And her dad is not a board board of directors. He's on the board, but like a member, but he's not one of the directors. And so he was not at this meeting where this was decided. He sent legal counsel to go sit in because he said, listen, I don't want to know information that I have to keep from her. That's smart. You are my proxy. So you do smart. what you think I would want you to do in this situation. And so he's claiming he never knew that this was coming down and that she found out with the world when this all happened and the announcement was made. I highly doubt that. Um, but I, I think if the truth somewhere in the middle. I, I'm sure the yeah. record tr- company tried to, I don't want to say screw her, but they're not going to. They're not just going to hand it over, but she, I, I'm sure she knew. That's a lot of money. Yeah. She's Taylor Swift. I'm sure she knew this was going down before before we anything all else. did. Yeah. So the deal going back to Michael Jackson, that goes back to like the early, yeah, I'm say early 80s is when he started working a lot with Paul McCartney and they did several duets together in the early 80s. And then in 85, it was found out that there was a 4,000 song catalog that was available and Jackson paid $47.5 million. That's it? And $47.5 million. And not just for the Lennon-McCartney catalog. He got Bruce Springsteen, Cher, Elvis, Hank Williams, Little Richard, and the Rolling Stones. Wow. Three years later, CBS sold its recording division to the Sony Corporation for $2 billion. And the purchase of what was then the most powerful record company. And they were home to several other labels. And that included... Michael Jackson was in there, Dylan, Springsteen, Willie Nelson, Barbara Streisand, and Billy Joel. So this thing's getting ridiculously large. Sony and Jackson then formed their own company, which was called Sony ATV. And then he sold 50% of his ATV to Sony for $100 million. So they now own half of his catalog. He owns half Jeez. of their catalog. And it moves forward to where there was another, he had debt like $270 million at one time, like a couple of years before he died. And so they were trying to work with the estate to buy the rest wow. of the catalog. And they, they worked with the estate at one point and they purchased another 
catalog, which is EMIs, it costs $2 billion. <laughs> and then finally, the buy-sell process went on with the Jackson estate so then they could buy out MJ's share. And he had about 750,000 songs under his name at that time. Marvin Gaye was under there. Taylor Swift, her name is under this, this also. Um, but just incredible amounts of money because it's so lucrative to own the rights to the songs. And and that too, if she doesn't own them, they can use them to sell to like commercials. Yeah. You'll hear them in commercial advertisements. They could do whatever, whatever they, they want. They can do whatever they want with her music and she can't say anything oh. about it. So the, these people on, you know, influencers or whatever on YouTube or on SoundCloud or wherever, these these people that are making their own music or even vloggers on, on YouTube, the fact that they own all their stuff, uh-huh. they're making every dollar they make is is their dollar. They have to split it with anyone. You're and you're right. Tim it's Halpern huge. is a great example of that. Um, Kelly Clarkson is also a great example because you might remember she was the first American Idol, and she rebelled. <laughs> she was like, "Oh no, you're not going to sign me to a ten record deal, and I'm going to be under your thumb." As soon as she could, she broke it off with them. See you later. And there was some really bad blood, and nobody would do business with her because. The record labels had so much power, but things were changing and she knew it. Yeah. And, and so now those early, uh, those early, early records, that early record, the American Idol one, whatever, yeah. they own that still. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But now everything else is all hers. So and she doesn't, she could not care less if they have from Justin Kelly. And I would, I, <laughs> that's awesome. I forgot about that. She can, they can just keep that all day long. And, and again, all Taylor's stuff is worth so much money and she did it. It's, it's done. I wish She'll she would more. just say, you know what? That's fine. Take it. Whatever you're going to do. Everybody knows. Everybody gets it. We all know. So just move forward and create new stuff. And, and if keep we, it off Instagram. Keep it off tumblr right you just know, whatever I mean, I it know. seems so petty it's but what it does is that <laughs> when there's this much money and you're taylor, taylor swift i'm not saying she's anywhere near michael jackson or bruce springsteen but she's going to be one of these days yeah. and for her to say she just didn't know this was all going down come on man it's, we it's, all knew it let's just, just forget about it. just be honest with us and just say you know what i did what i had to do at the beginning of my career yeah now i'm doing my own you, deal and you make a good point anybody in that position at that level there's there's some who would argue well, they have people to take care of those things. It's like, but ultimately you are responsible for you. And to say at that position, I didn't hear about it until I was on the news. I didn't hear about it until the world found out about it. You need to hire new people. You need new people pronto. <laughs> right. Pronto. Absolutely right. So anyway, um, that's that being the, said, the Pat and JT podcast catalog is yeah. up for grabs. <laughs> Auction starts at whatever. <laughs> we are. No, we're not. We are. Yes. Stop oh, it. For the love. Stop are you serious? It. Right now. Somebody comes and offers us. I don't even, I don't even know how many zeros. I don't Just know. Just a couple. <laughs> Done. Get the catalog. How whatever. many, how many is in the catalog? Right now? This is a 134th. 134 episodes. Yeah. Wow. Well, see, it could be a steal. Yeah. By future rights. Whatever. <laughs> right. Just saying. I don't know. Whatever. Oh my God. Well, in the meantime, we'd like to thank Kugler Vision. Yeah. For supporting the podcast. Hindsight is always twenty twenty, right, Taylor? <laughs> right. So if you want to have hindsight moving forward, which would be twenty twenty foresight. Hindsight moving forward. Would be foresight. Twenty twenty foresight. Kugler Vision. That's, that's where right. we start. And on top of it, you want to get rid of the glasses and the contacts even more so. That's why you want to talk to Kugler Vision. They are leaders. Uh, absolutely leaders and pioneers in that effort and world-class experts, all of the staff. Uh, they know their stuff and they work so hard, um, not only to, they, they bring you the top technology, but absolutely the most personable people. Yeah. I mean, you don't feel like you're in a medical facility and it's not sterile. Uh, tell them that your friends, Pat and JT, on our podcast sent you this little uh, referred box. Other, click mm-hmm. other. If we're not on the list yet, we're supposed to be on the list soon. Click so, Pat and JT. Otherwise, if not, click other. Put Pat and JT podcast. So it's kuglervision.com. Get your consultation. 
Same day, Lacey, could be a possibility for you as well. That's something else to get excited about. But in the meantime, just get that consultation scheduled at CooglerVision.com. So go to It's Pat and JT, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, um, or 402-403-9478. That's episode 134, exciting, of the Pat and JT podcast. Remember, catalog up for grabs. Pat and JT podcast, a Parkville Media production.